Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. I'm here talking with Luke Schneider and Jason Patton, and uh, we're having a lot of fun talking about fire department coffee and the phenomena that they've created, the community they're building, the fun they're having, and the lessons they're learning. And uh, it's a lot. So thanks, guys, for taking the time. I know you're busy. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, Jason made a, a statement there. I don't know if he finished it, but he said, until you get your own business, you don't understand. And I put anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, you, you really, you just don't, you know, I mean, you don't understand the, the, the true struggles that people go through uh, to be able to grow a business appropriately, to be able to expand. You know, it's one thing if you start a business and you're like, Hey man, I just, I want to make enough money for me to be, to live. And that's it. I'm only going to employ myself and that's going to be it. But I mean, you know, when you want to build a multi-million dollar company, hopefully a billion dollar company one day, the, and you want to be able to treat people appropriately, your employees, take care of them, make them happy when they come to work, uh, which being an employee myself uh, at another place, I know that's impossible. You can't make everyone happy. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's, I think everyone should have to run their own business for one year of their life at 18 years old and truly understand what the struggle is. Uh, just to be able to live and and make things successful. You know, we got a guy in our business, financial services, came from Columbia. And when he was 16, his father had him running their coffee business, I think, uh, in down in Columbia. And they had a farm. And uh, every uh, Friday, he would have to take the payroll <laughs> out of town and navigate all of the, the gangs and, and oh, the sure. cartels and all that stuff to get to the uh, plantation to give the money there. And he, you know, but at 16, but the guy's a killer, you know? He, yeah. So when he migrated to the United States, he knew mm. nothing about financial services, but he became a killer now and uh, awesome. built a, you know, multi-million dollar business just like that. And uh mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he takes three weeks vacations. Uh, you know, he's a guy who likes to travel three weeks vacations at a time, nice. uh, but he still keeps the business. He knows how to keep the business humming while he's gone. He's back, you know, he's on the phone that, you know, it's just like he was here in terms of running the business, you know, checking nice. in with him and all. And uh, that's so cool. But, you know, it goes back to that original education. He got at 16 years old. You know, mm -hmm. he's got got to figure things out, figure out how to get things done. And yeah. so what would you think, uh, Luke, would you, if you had to put your finger on it, because let's face it, let's not sugarcoat it. A lot of uh, uh, marriages go through the life or death challenge with uh, starting a business. And so what would you think you did right, Luke, at the critical time uh, you and your wife both did right to allow you to get through uh, that thing and get back on track again. Neither of us believe in divorce. So we're, uh, we're both believers. And I, I, I feel that our, our faith really just helped us pull through it. And, um, 
you know, in, instead of uh, leaning on our own understandings, because a lot of times we have uh, perceptions that are um, sometimes the, you know, not, not accurate. So, right. um, you know, putting our trust into something greater and, um, and also believing that we were brought together for a reason and to stay and staying together and decided not to, to quit on it. And uh, a lot of, a lot of that comes for, it's one thing to feel that, to believe that, but it's another thing to kind of talk it out too. I'm sure there were stages of talking it out that maybe were some uncomfortable stages. Would that be true? Absolutely. Yeah. And so you have to, you have to make it a point that we're going to deal with this. You know, we're not going to let the situation knock us out. It's the same thing like a financial problem. You know, where you make up your mind, I'm going to deal with this. I'm going to mm -hmm. find a solution. I'm not going to bail. Okay. What are the options? And you, you know, it's like right now, no, right now, we're not going to postpone it. We're not going to delay it. It stared us in the face deal. And so mm -hmm. you have to be that definite in your relationships too. And, well, and it, there's something I love about Luke and Luke and I believe had this, this relationship. And I think it comes from firefighting and his background and uh, being uh, in the military, but we tell you how we feel about stuff. We try to, you know, sugarcoat it if we can, uh, but we, you right. know how we feel about something because that's, I always trust someone who's willing to tell me something, whether it's good or bad, or I like it, or I don't like it. And I know that they, I've, his wife, I've met her. She will tell you how she feels. About <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> was going to say everything you're saying, Larry, that sounds like my wife, not me. Cause I, I don't want to talk about my problems. You know, I want to get back to work. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think that's important in business relationships and personal relationships. You have to have the uncomfortable conversations. They have to happen. And if you can have those, a lot of times that gets rid of a lot of those feelings inside the anxiety and angst that tend to bring down personal personal and business relationships, because if you just tell someone how you feel, a lot of times you guys, you can work through that kind of stuff. A lot of it comes down to just airing it out. You know, it's like yeah. a stuff, stuffy house. I mean, even a house has, can have air in it and you're not going to die, but you can tell I'm not breathing good in here. It's stuffy mm -hmm. and just opening up, you know, drinking yeah. some water, opening the windows, getting, turn the fan on and uh, you know, it changes things. I mean, just a yeah. little, and sometimes people want to bail where all mm -hmm. they need to do is get a drink of water, you know, yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, let oh, things yeah. air out, you know, and uh, uh, watch a comedy on TV or something, you know, or something. <laughs> yeah, watch, yeah. watch one of uh, uh, Jason's videos or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll work. <laughs> change, the, change the mood, change everything. So oh, yeah. when you, uh, Jason, as you're, before you get going with uh, Luke and, and all of that, what uh, was it? Was it from your life as a uh, firefighter that you were a firefighter at that time where you were putting these videos, yeah. right? Yes. And how did you get the idea of creating videos and putting those out? It just because firemen have so much time off. Is that what it was? <laughs> no, I tell you, you know, what's what's incredible. And it's the same no matter where you're at in the world when it comes to firefighters is 
you, you put eight of us in a room and we're going to figure out something to make fun of or, or something to uh, something to laugh about. And that's what's great. We find a sense of humor in pretty much everything. And that's exactly what happened. I, I uh, was sitting around with the, the boys and girls and uh, we were laughing about National Geographics. We said we should do a fire department edition. So I, I did that. We did National Geographics fire department edition and we were hunting for different uh, chiefs and, and different positions yeah. in the service. So uh, we did that. We had a, we had just a blast doing it. And I put them out there and people enjoyed them. And, and we realized that they had a almost like a mental health uh, rele uh, a release for a lot of guys. So putting those out there, it was very fun. And it's it's taken off into something that I could have never imagined. And now it's it's uh, gotten a life of its own, which has been amazing. Yeah. And how does that that really helps you? Uh, you know, it's kind of like a ball team. That's why people like sports so much. You know, that's what they say when they retire, they could care less about the football, basketball, whatever. It's it, being in the locker room with the guys, you know, and traveling yeah, yeah. with, the, uh, you know, mm -hmm. and so <laughs> that, yep. that's because, you know, you're, you got to be able to take abuse and give abuse if you're going to survive that you know it's it's like going into the jungle for sure you know 100 percent. yeah if you're if you're going to be in the fire service you're going to uh be in military or, or ems or anything like that then you're going to have to be take uh shoves and pushes and be able to push it back and take it 99 of the time it's all done in love and it, and none of it's in angst or, or in any kind of mean-spirited stuff it's just the way we say i love you that's and i've said that from the beginning it's great yeah and the the uh, one, one thing to say, and, and you guys speak to this, the thing is like, you don't understand the, you know, the struggle, the degree, the complexity, the, you know, how intense things are and how hot it can get. But on the other hand, let's be honest, it's not like that every minute, you know, cause there are great rewards. And I don't know if you guys are that point yet. I, I imagine you are. It's where like, whatever price you pay, you know, when we get into these things, almost nobody would have started the business they started if they knew what they were getting into. But on the other hand, just about everybody after they've been through that would look back and say, I would have paid 10 times the price because I didn't know it could be this good. And uh, so, you know, that side of the story needs to be in front of everybody's mind rather than how bitter and struggle and complex, but it is, you know, let's not sugarcoat it. And you and your wife are going to want to kill each other many times. You know, you want to kill your core group. You know, there's going to be, uh, you know, when you're moving fast, there's friction, there's rough edges. And yeah. uh, unlike, you know, I'm a member of Mar-a-Lago and, and, and Trump International in mm. Palm Beach. And what I was hoping when Trump ran for president was it would knock off some of his rough edges, you know, because I knew he was a great, he was competent. We could do all these things. I just hope this will be good for, for Trump, whether he wins or not, it'll not, you know, the campaigning, it will knock off his rough edges. I didn't understand that was not possible. <laughs> He's still got all the rough edges. If anything, if anything, all this has done is sharpened them, you know, <laughs> You know, Trump is like kudzu. You know, we used to say in Georgia, you know, uh, if you, you want to kill kudzu, it's impossible. And, you know, you do all the things you do. But if you pour concrete on it, all you'll do is make it mad, you know, uh, and <laughs> he's kind of like that, you know, uh, like yeah. raid, raid is home with the FBI. OK, uh, you know. <laughs>
I think I think for a lot of people what and I agree with you, I think that a lot of people, if they saw what the struggle was going to be in creating a successful business, it would be very deterring to them. But I think any successful person in, in their that's ever lived on this planet has understood that that struggles uh, going through anything, you know, the ups and downs of anything in their life is what creates true appreciation for success. If, if, if Luke and I were given $10 million and said, hey, go grow a, co a coffee company, we would never appreciate what it actually took to be able to fall up and down, have points where we weren't sure if we were going to be able to reach the next level without it collapsing on us. So that actual struggle is what made us appreciate it. You know, everyone's always said, you know, you wouldn't appreciate you know, you wouldn't appreciate the negatives if the, or the positives if the negatives weren't there. And I think that's what most people should take from creating a business. It's, it's going to suck. You're going to have at least 10 panic attacks over the next year. Uh, but when you, when you have that success, you're going to be able to look back and go, man, that sucked. But this is so sweet because of it. Yeah, I, I remember uh, we started a company. I can remember years into it, the founder talking to the, the uh, senior leader saying, you know, I'm looking forward to the day that I don't want to quit two, you know, two times for sure in a day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just one day where I don't want to quit. You're really, I'm quitting. I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? But then you keep on going, you know? And yeah. so Luke, what would you say to that? I mean, is it, are you finding it's, it's worth it? You know, cause we talk about the struggles and this and the other, how, you know, you guys are just starting to taste some of the rewards, you know, you're, what's in front of you is, is going to be great. I'll, let me tell you, you know, uh, but uh, can you see, can you see, uh, would you say so far uh, the, the, the payoff? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to see the potential now and where we're at and, and the rewards and, and um, you know, it's, a lot of a lot of work to get to where we're at but it's definitely worth it and i would say a huge benefit not just you know financially but um but personally i've gotten to meet so many good people and build so many relationships that i would have never formed otherwise without the company and it's opened up a lot of opportunities to uh, just continue to uh, to experience things that I wouldn't have experienced before. I mean, I, I I most likely would have never met met Jason and formed the friendship that we have, and that that's one of you know many relationships that I've been able to build throughout the the company. I'm sure Jason would say the same thing. But we have we've built a a family really. Fire Department Coffee has built a, a family, and it really feels like our our team has built a. There's a culture here where we take those things from the fire service of the military and apply them to our company. And it's, it's really special. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.